What up? This is the Mickey D's podcast, episode 96. Yeesh. Coming down to that 100 episodes soon, yeah, fellas. Yeah, it's around the corner. Man, what happened? Uh, before we get into it, just want to say, um, and we're going to talk about the whole new beat source thing. Um, we're going to have Disco Drew on uh, next week to talk about it, break down the eight bar uh, intros and the 20 years of edits being uploaded to beat source. Um, so yeah, just want to get that off before uh, I forget. Um, but first, what second and second most? <laughs> Sean Harris getting married. Hey. Come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flowers. Andre you know? Cox wave God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, every name, every name got married. Uh, yeah. Yo, you should have seen this. How many court- names does Erica have? I was in the courtroom and they were saying out the um, their whole full name. I said, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of names. I was like, damn. Two last names, so. <laughs> yeah, man. How you feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a good feeling, right? It's high, different. On the high right now, yeah. So, all this time that we've been together and, you know, just just happy to have it come to fruition in, in this way. So, yeah, you know, evolving. How much time has it been? I've known her since she was 13 and I was 14. So, high school. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So, when you went back to VA, how'd you guys reconnect? Well, like, when you moved back? Uh, my boy, my boy, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> a little Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. My boy actually was like, "Yo, uh, Erica just she hit me up and said she wants to see you," and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then you, you know, yeah, the man did his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. here we are. Fast forward, <laughs> exactly. Oh man, all right. There's little ears here, so I don't want to get too rated. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I, yeah, we get it. But that's yeah, how he ain't listening. He's so that's locked he got into here. his <laughs> iPad. <laughs> he ain't paying you no money. Put that boy's headphones on. <laughs> oh, he listening. <laughs> they always listen. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, the, the evening was fun. It was yes, chill. It was laid back. Yeah, you guys was, came, man. Yeah, it was a nice... You see, what the pod or what the listeners don't understand is we don't really hang out outside of the pod. Not too like, much. we're not going to each other's gigs like that. And we're just, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. Um, so when we get together like that, it's not that it's weird. It's just different because we're in a different space, different mm-hmm. dynamic, like different conversations, you know? Yeah. And, and then maybe the liquor starts flowing, then you know, maybe oh, people yeah. start loosening yeah. up a little. Listen, if we were mic'd when we were in these conversations oh, and you were around yeah, each other no. around these times, oh man, <laughs> this podcast would be on a whole that we probably got canceled a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Shit, we should have pod from the rooftop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that man. was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was nice. There. It was a vibe up there. Oh, house was a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Airbnb. I Hopefully yeah. we didn't get you a bad review. I saw a couple of neighbors coming out with flashlights. Oh, listen, man, we had a good time. So I, ain't I did see that, bro. I was like, "What the fuck is that shit?" Yeah. Like, I wasn't gonna say out loud because we were outside and he was no, like his, right out the his, door. Here's the kicker. I was okay. like, you know what's good? My all the homies got good cars. All the homies got nice cars. So yeah, that's you true. Ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah, you, you, you got to worry about it right yeah, into yeah, the yeah, exactly. It was yeah. like, yeah, you have to worry about buckets being parked. Exactly. I was like, what the fuck is this? No, shit? Who got the jalopy? <laughs> no Dodge Chargers. Uh, no Nissan. Right. No, 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 no Hellcats. Yeah, no Hellcats. <laughs> none of that. <laughs> oh man, Hellcats. Oh my no, god. No Nissan Altimas. No, no loud and annoying engines coming down the street. No, no 808s in the trunk. Yeah, as soon as yeah, I pulled into the neighborhood, I said, uh-huh. the not doing that. Uh-huh. Turn the music down. <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of day. Exactly. Yeah. But it was a great time, man. Yeah, like yeah. I said, so happy yeah. everybody came. And, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, congratulations again, man. Yeah, man. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Big steps, big steps. 
So last episode, um, Rel made a comment about <laughs> DJs hating DJs. And on top of that, um, how he doesn't use headphones while he DJs. And that that got, well, let's see, what was that? That got over 12,000 views and, and and over 160 comments on um, Instagram. And it wasn't even a topic. It wasn't even a topic. <laughs> it was literally a one-minute take from real. It was like a sentence from something else we were talking about. Yeah, but, you know, DJs are going to respond to shit like that. DJs are going to DJ. DJs are going to DJ. I'm going to say I'm Verbally. The, the point of me telling that story was not to say that I don't use headphones and Whatever. It wasn't about the headphone use. Yeah. It was about supporting one another in this industry and being more um I don't even know what the word I'm looking or for. Not being uh, so or positive. Or being more positive, you know, yeah. with one another. You know what I'm saying? As again, because you know, to my point, if you had listened to the whole pie, and I get that people were just responding for the clip. So I'm not gonna kill y'all because all y'all just responding to the clip that was posted on DJ City. But my whole point of saying all that was just that we need to support one another. Now, again, I know we kind of contradicted ourselves because I was like, yo, we need to be more supportive. And then later on in the show, we completely shut that. I don't think everybody listens to the rest of the episode. Well, we're not gonna make this a clip. So it's like we completely bashed the chick. Now to our defense, we were given that. Someone gave us that clip and said, hey, you guys should talk about this and and give your opinion on it. So we gave our opinion on it. So it wasn't You know, you sound like the baby right now. I wasn't raised. I'm taking accountability like yeah we made a point and we contradicted ourselves but this is what it was so yeah yeah, that's what I was saying but some of y'all completely misread the whole point of that fucking clip completely Hey, whatever gets engagement, man. 100%. One thousand percent. Sometimes you gotta throw a grenade in the room and see what happens. Yeah, fuck it. Um, so a, a few of the bigger names that has something to say was Jazzy Jeff and Craze. And Jeff said, um, we're supposed to be playing for the public. I never heard anyone in the crowd say, Where's his headphones focusing on the wrong shit? Facts. And absolutely, you know, Jazz is always gonna come with something positive and hit you upside the head. Remember, Jazz is the one. That said, I don't give a shit if you use a MIDI controller. It's like the crowd wild. don't give a shit if you use a MIDI get controller. The job done. Let's get the programming right. And then Craze in in natural craze form had a lot to say. Um Wait, some, do you call Jazzy Jeff Jazz because of the show or because you think that's like the shortened version of what you call should call him? I think subconsciously because of the show, I'm yeah. calling him Jazz. I was catching that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, you, know, you know, you you know what era we grew up in. So. He would accept that. No, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't if, know. If he was here, if he was here, I might call him Jazzy. Okay. I might call him Jazzy Jeff. No, I would call him Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. We'll have to go I, back I, I, and watch that Mickey D's show with Jazzy him, Jeff. Do you think calling him Jeff is like, just like. But I just want I, I hear everybody around like, him like, calling him Jeff. No, everybody. I know that when we've been in his presence and people are referring to him, they always refer to him as Jeff. Right. I haven't heard anybody call him Jazz. Yeah. Just curious. Mm. Um, no, these are the topics that DJs want to hear. What Mr. do we call Jeff. Jazzy Jazz? <laughs> um, That's a good question. <laughs> so in Craze, um, again, who the hell still uses headphones? It's 2021. Sink about it. And of course, sink because he threw a sink in, no. that spurred a whole oh, other conversation. Um, someone said, um, how do you, how are you blending if you're not using headphones? Oh he said, my, my wife's a bruja. 
<laughs> he said magic. My wife's a bruja. Brujeria. Um, and then it got into like, then someone else had something to say about him sinking and how it takes away from blending in the true art form. And Jeff's like, I mean, Jeff Craze is like, basically, it's the most elementary thing we do. Like, well, there's nothing to think about. It's extremely basic. By sinking, I can think about other things to do. Scratching, at, um, focusing on a different edit, bringing things in. I don't want to have to sit there and think about is a, is the sink or is a, a blend spot on. And I get that. And I remember some guys, uh, Zach talked about that, Four Color Zach talked about that. And some guys wanted to say something, but I felt like they held back because... Because of craze. Because yeah. it's four colors acting and it's craze. So they bit their tongue like, all right. But if it was anybody else, I truly believe they would have got roasted. Like us. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, but yeah. We, on, were we talking yeah. about craze and four colors act. They're not doing your typical just blend, blend here, blend, blend every track, you know, get the party going. Like these, these motherfuckers is doing routines, crazy ass routines. Who got time to worry about if this blend is on? Put that fucking sync button on and go crazy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So that's I, I'm not mad at. Him. I would do the same shit if my if I if my sets were like that. Like mm-hmm. honestly, my sets are nothing like that, and I would do it. I just don't take the time to figure it out. Yeah. Well, no, like, no problem. Because because to me, I'm always trying to be five to ten tracks ahead. So mm-hmm. if I'm coming up to track five or six in what I have planned out, and I'm blending, like I can take that time, that 17 seconds to blend or whatever it is, to figure out what my next set of tracks are going to be. Yeah, and to do it properly, I mean, depending on what kind of sync mode you have, like, it takes work to grid everything, like, and mm-hmm. make sure everything's on point. I mean, unless you're literally exporting all the same shit and all the same tempos, like, but it, it's work, it's to, work. to get that set up. So, so when you, when you put it into Serato, um, and you're, when you load your tracks into Serato and you want to use sync, before, yep. prior to low, um, hitting sync, you have to have everything on the grid. Mm. Yeah, but typically a lot of a lot of stuff, especially when you get it from DJ City um, or, beat source. or Beat Source, um, it already comes grid you know, transitions. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. where it would get tricky prior to let's say a certain time frame when people weren't really gridding transitions because <clears throat> the the sync matches the grid. So oh. if if you had a, a record, let's just say a, a transition record, right from like. 100 to 130, right? Yeah. Well, if it starts at 100, your grid is going to start at 100. 100. Because of the intro. And then it's going to keep that grid all the way through. So when it gets to 130, it's not. It's going to sync against the wrong line. Yeah. And so now what I've noticed from DJ City and uh, anybody else, like, and you can do it yourself, is you grid it through the track and then where that transition is, it kind of just matches through. It takes work. Yeah. Because then now, even if you're synced and it goes to 130, like you can match up against the 130 part as well. Yeah. Um, do you you guys use transition records a lot? I can't tell you the last time I used oh, it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, but yeah. I would. But that's the most I would assume the most common way for you to have an issue with sync. Got you. Outside of that, you just you typically have to line up the one. And then, of course, live records are going to be a little yeah, bit more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to take a little more tedious. Yeah. But you can grid everything and have it all kind of do it. It's just a little bit of like, just how you used to, we used to probably label our records like yeah. on Serato, 
keep in mind, I'm the retired one. But like, <laughs> hey, you know more than we do. <laughs> Shit, I'm like, I don't even know. I've been the little tech I'm nerd. Like, I, don't you know? Know how to, I don't even know how to sync option works. Fellas, this has been around for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Think about I'm it. Like, there's a sink man on here? Oh <laughs> shit. Nah, and to be you know, hustling backwards. To be completely transparent, right? Like I'm not recording uh mixes all the time. And when I do it's last minute, but you know, I'm using the sync button damn near nine out of ten times. Like yeah. and I just kinda like stay in a tempo. I'll I'll move up and down. But really, like when it comes to mixing records, I don't even have to think about yeah. anything. Like I'm like, all right, can I be creative here? Can I not? Yeah. You know, whatever. Just get to think of other shit. Yeah. To answer your question, I'll use uh, at least two transition records <laughs> within a set. Yeah, because uh-huh. the venues I do, it's like it's it's one hundred, mm-hmm. and then it's one thirty. Yeah. Like there's nothing really in between that can. There's not much I should say. Um, if I'm like trying to get to the point of everything. Yeah. I mean, I was just telling Tell you about that, yeah, I remember Reno. That story, yeah. <clears throat> I was just telling you about um, Reno. We can get into our weekends now. Um, so I did, um, I did the pool uh, spot, right? a, a night swim. Yeah, at um, fuck, why am I blanking on these venues? Um, I did. What the hell was the name of that venue? I can't even think. <laughs> Shout out to that venue, though. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Free promo. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Uh, in Reno, they have okay. So it is the Grand Grand Sierra. Jesus. All right. So I did the Grand Sierra um, night swim party, and um, <clears throat> and it's dope because and shout out to Enfo. Uh, he said, "Look, I'm gonna tell you the formula that works here, or you can go rogue and try and do whatever you want. But this is what works, and obviously, I'm gonna listen because I want the night to be successful. Exactly. So, so he said, look." Everyone's going to start out on this because uh, it's a huge pool. And where I'm DJing, you have to walk like almost in a full circle to get to that area. But in the center back of the pool, it's where everyone hangs out from 10 to 12. Big bar. And it's just a vibe, you know, the, like everybody eventually from 12 to 30, everyone works their way down to where the DJ is. And he said, some around 1230 ish, like, you know, 12 o'clock plate, do what you got to do. But around 1230. Start to play Bay Area music, hyphy, all that shit, and then go from um, hyphy to uh, to Latin music. Mm. So, so I was like, "Cool, say less, I got you." So we did that. Played a lot of hip hop. Went to Latin. I was telling Rel, typically around one hundred five, around that area, I'm transitioning up to one thirty, but I wanted to have a little bit more fun and step outside my box and go. And since I was already at one hundred five, one ten. Um, I wanted to play some un, not the not so go to tracks just to see if I can keep them around um, and eventually get to that 125, 130. So that's what I did. And I had a lot of fun um, playing like I think I, I played um, the Bad Bunny El Alpha Fire joint. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny. Um, and like just some other Latin edits to get to that point. But it all worked out and people stayed on the floor and and. Playing in Reno is literally like playing in the Bay because everyone in Reno is from Sacramento or the Bay or Fresno or or whatever. But but that's like that's their even even if they're in Reno, they claim the Bay like as their own. Like when I was when we first started going to Vegas, I can I remember Presto telling me, yeah, like West Coast, that's us. Like Vegas, we're a part of that West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yep. We were a part of that movement. Mm-hmm. You know, for the pot. 
blend and pop. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I had a lot of fun with that spot. Enfo's got a really dope thing. He said every week it's, it gets better and better. And he's brought in some pretty, um, pretty big names. Nice. Eventually they're going to move it inside to Lex, um, when, when it starts to cool off because it gets real cold out there. Um, I had a lot of fun and there was a situation with a girl requesting songs, of course. Of course. So, so, uh, she comes up very early. Not very, it was like 11, 20. She said, can you play La Mama and um, Thought Shit? And I said, you know what? I got you. Give me some time, end of the night or towards the middle of the night. I got you. Of course, of course I'm going to play that. So she's like, cool. She walks away. She comes back like around 1245. Yo, where's this shit? You know, where? I'm like, oh, it's I got It's a good amount of time, you. though. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just a good amount of time. Yeah. She, she, she two came, hours on she came at yeah. the right time, though, yeah. you know, because yeah. I, I said in the middle of the night, so right. she probably set her alarm on her iPhone, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. What time did they close? Let me ask you that. What time did they close it? Uh, two, two or three? Two? Oh, okay. Yeah. So so she comes back. You're due. You're due. And she, she, yeah, she comes back and she's kind of lit at this point. Her chest out, yeah. Yeah, she's like, she's drunk, she's having a good time, but she wants her songs. She comes around the sides, course stops the music accidentally, info kicks her out. And then she's hanging over and she's like, why haven't you played my shit yet? Random dude comes out of nowhere and starts dancing with her. And and she, at this point, she's like, hey. Looking behind, and totally took this girl out of my off, off like, my whole hey, shit. Shout out, shout out to that I was like, all, all she needed was some dick. All she needed was some dick. Sometimes, and that was that. Um, but yeah, that that was the fu- that was the best part. And I didn't hear a peep from her for the rest of the night because she was getting. Did you play the songs? Uh, yeah, I played that shit, and I really, really meant to play La Mama. She's, st- and she's I still come- waiting at the booth. <laughs> Yo, whoever the next DJ is, that's your responsibility. Um I actually I don't think I played La Mama. I remember and I really wanted to play that. I really, really I owe her an apology or something. I'll, I'll send her a letter or something. This, like, is, yo, it, right? this is the apology right now. Yeah. Hopefully uh, she's listening. She's listening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who this fool is. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess that's all I got to say for now. It was a lot of fun. Um, Rel, you you did some gigs this past two weekends. Uh, Anything stand out? Uh, uh, this weekend I did Dragonfly on Friday, which was cool. Bad night. Shout out to DJ Bad. We went back and forth all night. Um, which is a little bit of a slow night, but it was still solid. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, LA Function. It's a fucking function, LA function. The dope thing about it is it was cool. They had Blast. I don't know if you guys know about Blast, like up and coming mm-hmm. artists or he's he's up. Yo, yeah, he's yeah. always he's, he's booked up right now. Everywhere. Yeah. He is there is not a venue that yeah, man won't play. Exactly. Like that man, listen. He's and, the and LA sound. The shit out of he's him. the LA yeah. sound right now. Okay. He is the LA sound right now. Um right. so anybody ever coming to LA, like you have blast in your mm-hmm. fucking Serato, like mm-hmm. for real. Like more than YG. Um, Saturday night I did the resident downtown bar, cool open format. That was dope. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that. Um, you know, just getting out of the the usual shit that I've been doing the last couple of weeks. And then uh, Sunday afternoon I did Station sixteen forty day party, same thing, cool thing. Use my usual stuff. Um, it was solid weekend all the way to be honest yeah. with you guys. Yeah, it was a good weekend. 
couple of gigs, um, a lot of great feedback and stuff like that. So, yeah, no feedback from the mic. No be- feedback from what? No feedback from the mic. The mi- oh yeah, you stupid. I Yo, it's like oh. Mike. Yeah, we, we haven't been talking. <laughs> we had we, we were having some. We were having some. Um, we haven't talked. We were having some on Sunday afternoon. We were having um, like some mic issues because it's indoor outdoor, and they were like. Yo, the mic is too loud outside. I said, so turn it down, yeah. or turn the music. Like there was nobody outside. Like like at sure. one point, everyone came outside. So I was like, unplug the speaker. Yeah, I was like, I can't just turn the music off outside. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like it's going to attract people to come. Like if you walking up to the street and you walk up to the entrance, you can't hear the music. You hear the music from inside. Yeah, right. that's what's going with you. You're not hearing the music from the outside. And um, they had like this last minute like local performer. Like show up because it was one of their boys' birthdays or whatever, um, and they wanted to play his track, so they hit me his track. I was like, "All right, cool, whatever, whatever." Blah blah blah. Shot him out, stop the music, got it going, boom, played the track, and they were like, "Yo, let's run it back so he could perform it." Ran it back, he gets on the mic, and I'm my phone's getting blown up. Like, "Yo, we gotta cut it, we gotta cut it, we gotta yeah. cut it." No, turn the mic off. And the funny thing about it is, it's someone in your camp that told me to play this shit. So yeah. I'm like, "Y'all gotta get y'all shit together." But no communication. I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. There. <laughs> They sold the table. That's why he got to perform. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's they, exactly they what it was. And then they hadn't paid the tab yet. Yeah, so, like, don't play the record. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. I mean, I get it, and, my, and I explained to my boy who came, who was like, you know, he was one of the ones that was texting me, being like, "Yo, we got to cut it," and I was just like, "Yo, this such and such was the one that told me to play it." Like, he was his partner. Oh yeah. Also, part of that is a lot of people don't communicate. Don't communicate that shit, that and they that just shit let it, yo. And then, the, they're like, "Oh, by the time it's a rap, like," and they looking too late. at me like, "Yo, why the fuck are you letting this nigga perform?" <laughs> I ain't do this shit, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. trying to make the nice, the day successful. Right. The person came over to me and was like, I'm just trying yeah. to keep everybody happy. They got a whole fucking table. They had bottles coming out all goddamn day. Yeah. I'm like, it was one song. It was one song. Like, you know what I mean? It didn't kill the crowd. That was a dope thing about it because a lot of people in the crowd knew who he was. Yeah. So I was like, it didn't kill the vibe, but I get it. I'm not going to turn his mic down because then, then what? <laughs> like, that's going to be pointless. So... I was like, but other than that, everything else was cool. Like we had a good night. I had a, um, uh, in Reno, we had, I had to, uh, get off the mic like by 12. Cause it's outdoor, so, right? Cause it's, yeah. yeah. Cause it's outside of a hotel and that should trade. I mean, the music, the night, be- I got there the night before and I can still hear music at like two 30. I'm like, shit, man, they're still going down there. So I can only imagine like what it sounds like with someone on the mic. Like, yeah, if you're from the Bay, make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> you in your room, Wisconsin. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh man, but yeah, weekend was solid, man. Yeah. Um, do you think does Jenna, your wife, feel like it? It's she's obligated to get content for you, like take pictures, um, do videos for you to post. Like at the end of the night, are you guys like, are you saying, yo, send me that, send me those videos and pics so I can repost? The the crazy thing about it is she. She has always done that for me without me even asking from yeah. from jump. Like when we first started dating and I took her to one, you know, the first couple of gigs that she was coming on with me, she did that from jump. I never asked her to do it. I never told her. I even told her, I said, yo, don't ever feel obligated that you have to do that shit. Um, I'm appreciative. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you if you catch some videos or some clips or some shit that I can, you know, use down the line or, you know, after the after the event, but never feel obligated that you do. I want you to come here and have a good time. And even she's a DJ. So I'm like, yo, chop it up, politic, you know, yeah. do your thing. Um, 
but she does it like automatically. That's just, she loves doing that shit though. So I'm thankful because she, just like this weekend, she just flooded me last night with everything. Yeah. And I was like, God damn shit. I'm like, I can't use all this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Did she um, take pictures of you while you were watching the verses? Nah, she did. <laughs> it's crazy because she was cooking, right? So she was getting mad at me. So she was, she was cooking and, um, she was cooking and she takes like, you know, TikTok videos and shit like that. Yeah. And all you hear me in the background is, get these niggas off the stage, bro. Sam, <laughs> I told these niggas that Dipset wasn't going to last a fucking chance. I was, I was like, yo. She was like, babe. I was like, what? <laughs> Keep cooking. I was like, what? It smells delicious. I was like, yo, I was like, she was were you wearing Timberlands when you were watching? I wanted to, but I had my Yankee uh, tank top on. Oh, that's good uh, enough. Yeah. Right, well, we're we gonna just, get into that. I, I want to keep going yeah, with yeah. that. We're gonna get into. But yeah, but back to your point. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah, I've, I've explained to her like, yo, don't ever feel obligated to do it. But she does it every time she's at my gig. She'll do it. She'll. She even does it for other fucking DJs. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking. Well, you're, you're, so it's different with you. But I really want to know from the DJ community if you think your significant other should um, feel obligated to take pictures of you. And I ask this because pictures and video content, basically. And I ask this because it's we know how hard it is to get decent shots yeah. at a club. We know how hard it is to get solid content to continue to flood our feed with. Well, for those that want to flood their feed. And and sometimes we can't get a hold of the photographer of the night, or sometimes there is no photographer for the night. So I'm I'm really curious to know if like you, if DJs really have that conversation um with their significant others. Mickey, when you DJ at the highlight room, uh, are you going to tell Cecilia, hey, if you get a chance, you know, get some pictures because I don't think we got a photographer coming. So it would be great for you to get some content and you help me out, you know? Well, first of all, I'm back. August 29th. Talk to him. <laughs> DJing. Talk highlight to him. room. Talk to him. DJ Rel. You know. Mickey War. Oh, yeah. Mag Park. Six year anniversary. Yeesh. Uh, we're going up. We bike. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. On that note. Um, and no, I have zero expectations for Cecilia to do anything because <laughs> um, she's still new to this. Like, I, uh, yeah. she doesn't know me as a DJ. Like, mm. She's gone with me one time. She came with me when I went to Texas in like Christmas mm-hmm. time last mm-hmm. year. Uh, that was her first time ever even seeing me DJ. Um you know, I don't, apparently I don't pr- play enough Brent Fiaz or, oh, or yeah. you know, Jivion mm. uh, or whoever. Jivion. Oh, she likes, she likes the R&B shit. Yeah, no, yeah. she'll be like, well, you, you can play more Brent Fiaz. I'm like, babe, I love you. I'm not playing. <laughs> trying to give me <laughs> this bitch. I'll play some Brent Fiaz at home. Yeah. Uh, we'll, play, then, we'll play Brent Fiaz radio while yeah. you're cooking. <laughs> and then like, tonight, I might give you a track or two. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you a track Literally, or two. Literally, it's going to be the last yeah. song. But like, but like, yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she goes, uh, is that why all the DJs wait to the end to play the stuff I like? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. You're, you're a Canadian thing. Like, <laughs> like, imagine, like, imagine models come out and you drop some give me up. <laughs> Listen. Like, yeah, but she's the one that'll have an ego like, all right, fine, you want me to blah, 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 and then you play my fucking song and I'll be like, God damn it. You know what would be cold? Especially for like a Sadiq because I think of when you guys, I think when I met her at Sadiq, I'm like, oh, 
okay, that's that makes sense because if she likes that kind of music, of oh, course, yeah, she's no, she that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. She crazy what I, what I was her. thinking is someone pops bottles in the in Night Train or whoever the DJ is plays. I see money all around me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm that's the a man. Vibe. That's a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, that would be a vibe to pop bottles too, and she would be like, "Yo, here we go, here we go." <laughs> no, nah, that's shit. her whole. That's all her whole energy. She likes just like the chill shit. So like. But uh, let's not make that about her. Uh, <laughs> back to, I have DJ. no expectations of her yeah. uh, capturing any content. She will definitely be capturing content for herself. Sure. TikTok uh, going to go crazy. Matter of fact, she <laughs> might be expecting me to get a <laughs> shot out of her <laughs> while I'm DJing. Yeah. Hey, 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 when you done with this transition, pop this flick real quick. <laughs> Put the extended <laughs> version on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll be like, you don't know my angle? Come, Come on. on. What you doing? What's wrong you see the lights over here. Come here. She's like an offensive lineman when I try to take a picture of her. She's just like, oh, he freaks my head. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> she face guards you. <laughs> she face guards He's like, okay. From up oh, top, man. I get it. All right. Hey, listen, as, as the husband. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to him. About it. Yeah. As the husband of an influencer. Uh-huh. Let me let me tell you. <laughs> you know. You got to hold the camera just. That's right. And then mm. if you don't do that, then she going to hand you the big camera. Mm-hmm. And then that one got too many settings. You got to learn a whole new trade like I did. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> there you go. Look, I love my girl. And she'll always, no matter what, I'm about to take a picture. She's like, you know my angles, right? <laughs> and then I'll be like, well, I mean, I, I think I do. And then she'll just be like, well, others do. So, oh. Uh-oh. And I'm just like, you better relax that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to challenge I know you're talking about your girlfriend. You, you better relax that shit. Shit. I'm going to drop the phone. Tell those motherfuckers yeah, to take exactly. the picture there. Fuck that. Don't self-timer that shit. Yourself. Got, you got your girls here, right? You got your girls. They know how to use a phone, right? Go Joe, pop what that about, shit uh, What about Sam? Um, so the, the reason why I, I asked this question because <laughs> it's about to be hilarious. So well, I did re- recently. I did memoir, and Lord knows you get enough content from that place. Oh yeah, they um, run it up. There actually wasn't a photographer that night, but you had a ton of videos from friends, and and then they have their recap video. But and Sam was um, behind the DJ booth most of the night, and she got and she got like a little video, and sent it to me, and I said, you got the hint. and I said. Uh, <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> what? Oh, 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 She's about to kill this motherfucker. Like, oh, no. That's it? Like oh. you, you, you back there this whole time, and that's all you got? <laughs> but play. I said it playfully because we I'm like to, to we that. like to fuck with each other. I said it playfully because, I, like okay. I said, I got a ton of content from that night and to promote the next night which is in a few weeks for memoir so um but it, it that's why it made me think like and, and in her defense the shit we like the the night before and the morning afternoon leading into that night she was exhausted we mm. had the longest 24 hours and she was just barely hanging on for dear life just to stay up for that night um but i i wouldn't be mad if a dj was like yo while you're here can you catch a few shots, get a few, like in the heat of the night, you know, in the heat of the night as you're dating a DJ, you're married to a DJ, you know, when it's popping, you know, just get some from behind, get some from this angle, you know, take a walk around, do a little something and then go back and have a drink. Like, I wouldn't be mad if a DJ had that conversation. Yeah, if he asked him, but I'm saying to make her feel obligated to do this shit, like yeah. on some, you know, when Mickey was explaining, like, you know, my angles, like Imagine him saying that when he's DJing. You know my angles, right? Like, get the picture. What you doing? Like, bottles is coming out. What the, what the fuck are you doing? And this is why yeah. 
I think it comes down to significantly. You have to know how you like who you're dating, who you're married to, and how you can help the cause. Because if it's someone that you really plan on being with forever, it can only help the team. If you mm-hmm. get because it it obviously bleeds into promoting yep. and and whatever, just the proper content. Um, that's why I say help. You know, when you have a, a sole proprietor, mm-hmm. <laughs> you sell help me help, help me help us. <laughs> this this all this helps as opposed to a, a major company or an agency or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fun convo. Man, anything else to add to that? That nigga said that's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yo, my wife would have been like, that would have been the one time she said nigga. Yeah, right. She would have been like, nigga, what? But 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 again, in, in all fairness, your wife is a DJ, so she gets true, it. True, true, true. And in all fairness, my wife is hanging off her dear life. So. Um, and my future wife is still learning. <laughs> but but she ain't got to work because you're gonna be retired soon. So huh? You gonna oh, be retired sooner or later? DJ Ma- Mike or? is like the equivalent to Sam Gogo dancing. She, yeah, comes, she comes, comes out like once a year. Right? He comes out like, like, one time. She's she's prepping now for the Diamond Shore. She always <laughs> loves that spot. October, so she's getting into it now. Like, look at you. I've just been waiting for the right opportunity. Yeah, I've been saying it for a while. Like, if I come back out, like it's you know. Similar to the conversations we've had on this podcast, you know, I wasn't just going to come back out and, and just do whatever Anything. gigs are being, because gigs are being offered. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm like, I never try to like throw any shade at them. And they're, you know, guys that have booked me prior to the pandemic are like, yo, like, we ain't forget about you. What's up? And then yeah. I'm like, I just, I ain't got time. I'm like, well, that's yeah. to go. <laughs> and respectfully, like, you know, there's a, there's a method to the madness. Mm hmm. And um, you know, shout out to to the Tau group. They we've had a good relationship prior, and I felt like it was the the right time to build some energy towards a, a fun little day party. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Um, moving on, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this whole about Simone Biles mental health thing. You know, there's been a lot of comments, um, been a lot of comparisons <laughs> to Jordan and other athletes, and God knows who and what. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts? Rel, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on her stepping out? And then and then and then she came back. And then she came back. Yeah. So No, I I I applaud her. Being like, I'm not well. I can't, you know what I mean? Whether that's mentally or physically, I'm not well. I can't compete to my hundred percent capacity. Take a step back and back out of here. Like she said, I don't own nobody's shit. I I don't blame her. You comparing her to other athletes is unfair. We you could they compared her to Jordan because Jordan played um Sick. the flu game yeah. where he really had fucking um, and, and or they said poison. or it was that and um <clears throat> Jordan never would have done this in a game six or or close out game. But it's not game we, six. We, yeah, we talking about we talking about two different people. We talking about two different eras. We talking about like there's no way you can compare that man. You know what I mean? Like Jordan was living in an era where it's just like you look like a little bitch if you didn't play in the, in yeah. the game or some man, shit like that. Doing cocaine, yeah, and smoking, and... yeah, shit like that. Come on, man. You know. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, I, I, I said I Jordan don't... was. <laughs> I'm glad his I'm teammates glad. were early yeah. on. Maybe, maybe Jordan wasn't. You know, it's but, just the last dance. Yeah. But yeah, I, I applaud her, man. I applaud her for. For not caring what people think and and um, 
and the comment, the negative comments that came with all her, you know, her choices and whatnot. Mm. And she went up there and she said, I'm not doing this shit. And then she felt like she was, I'm good now. Like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to compete. I hope she didn't feel, I hope she, she didn't decide to compete because she felt, the because pressure. of all the negative comments mm. and the, um, the pressure of people putting on her or she felt like people were putting on her from um, not competing or backing out. Um, previously to that. Uh, let me say something real quick and we'll get, yeah. keep it moving. Um, because you said that made me think it takes incredible mental toughness to block all that <laughs> hatred out Man. to not, I imagine she didn't even look at her phone or she deleted yeah, all can't. the apps or whatever mm-hmm. and she just focused on, you know, she talked to the coach, probably had a therapist out there, but it takes mental toughness to not feel like, to feel like to say, I don't need to respond to any of you to protect myself because mm-hmm. we all respond to protect ourselves. That alone is incredible to yeah. me. Keep going. No, no, I agree with you 100%. And that's why I said, I mean, just to end to end it up, like I said, um, I think it's dope. I appreciate it. I thought I thought it. Um, it's going to bring that whole mental health aspect and understanding that to the forefront, more to the forefront as mm-hmm. people have been talking about the last, you know, year or two or whatever and making that, like, that's just as as important as your physical health. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sean? Yeah, I mean, I'll say, I think it's more important, um, especially, like, during the pandemic. Like, the whole Olympics, you can see it literally. It still says 2020 on everything because it literally got pushed back. These guys had to still stay in that mindset of training and being prepared for these events and then only to have it postponed and then still have to come in and 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 compete at the highest level in the world yeah. i mean like it's it already takes so much just to get to that point so if they decide they need a break a couple of days an hour like by all means you don't know if you don't know what it's like to play at a high level of any type of competition sports or whatever then you really need to shut the hell up because you don't know what you're talking about you don't understand that 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 mental toughness it really takes to to be there like just to show up you know what i'm saying like it's it's really crazy obviously commendable in in every way and like hopefully she's just good like that's all that matters to me like like she ended strong seemed like she was fine after she got the bronze and silver yeah yeah and yeah, not too. She's super decorated already. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I think the only thing where people, again, like, it's tough to, like, by all means, I support, because you don't know what anyone's going through, right? Nope. This, speaking mm-hmm. on that. So, by all means? Sure. So <laughs> you, you can't speak for anyone. So I don't know what she's going through, right? But from the outside in, I think the only thing that, that you might want to consider is like, and given she doesn't know when she's going through this, but you know, that's a seed for someone who did want to participate. And that, that might be the tough part, not for her or for her teammates, because everybody's going to be a support system as they should be. Mm -hmm. But there's probably somebody at home that didn't come on the team that, felt like they could have contributed or did something. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't even know if that's a situation. Um, Because, you know, you come in and that's the pressure. The pressure was there way before. Fucking four years ago after she won the last set of medals, right? Right. Like the moment she won all that, she's goaded, cool celebration. I'm sure it was like a month, but, oh, she's young enough that she's going to come back and do it all over again, right? So that pressure has only let up. 
And um, I think really the only other comment that are on, on the topic is like, you just kind of hope to see the same support across all sports and all genders, mm-hmm. because it's not how it's kind of the, the narrative in the media. Djokovic. Um, Djokovic had his, his, the way, the way he went about it though, is like, it makes him an, uh, uh, enemy or a, mm. a villain, right? Yeah. Because the way he went about it, yeah. And um, so he might have handled it wrong. But if you go back to like Vontae Davis, who retired at halftime of a football yeah. game because of what he was dealing with, mm-hmm. and people called him a quitter, mm-hmm. like that narrative is way different yeah. than handling mental health, right? You know what I mean? Like, and and is that because he's a man, or is it because it wasn't recognized? It just wasn't recognized. You know, sure, yeah. I like think, I think combination of both, honestly. Yeah, Ke- Kevin yeah. Love's been t- discussing Kevin it for Love, years. Yeah. I mean, he and, didn't, he didn't do Olympics this year, and all he does is get shitted on, like for not like living up to expectations, like yeah. because he speaks about it, mm-hmm. like. But then Kyrie does it, and Kyrie takes a couple of days off, but he, you know, like people are celebrating, but not, you know, like he's getting a different kind of pressure than Simone is on pretty much the same thing. the same timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so it's like, what you want to see is, I guess, you kind of just hope to see things align and maybe we're all just still getting educated on it, you know? For so sure. like, I, don't, I can't really speak negatively about anything, but like, because you come from an era where like, I mean, shit, I'll, I'll be honest, like I posted something earlier or last night, be, uh, <clears throat> just speaking on like my experience in like, you know, like working with <laughs> oh, this, this shit next story. generation yeah. and, you know, for for the sake of just like, people understanding like i i say like yo success is behind excuses like the, the excuses are in front of you you can find any reason not to show up mm. but if you want to be great like you gotta you gotta get your ass up and see the success behind it mm-hmm. and go around those excuses and that's not difficult because we get in our own way the difference between right and wrong isn't what needs to be figured out it's about the discipline to get to do the right like we can all do what we want to do but can we get there? And not everybody's mentally strong enough. I literally had somebody call me last night. I don't know if we'll keep this in here, but like I literally had somebody call me last night and they, they found a stray cat. This is an employee found a stray cat and they're calling me at one o'clock in the morning about possibly calling out because they don't have a cat sitter. You just found this fucking cat and you're talking about, I don't know. I don't have a vet <laughs> and I don't have a cat sitter and I want to bring the cat to work. Like Put that shit to the fucking pound. Man. Like, like yeah. yo, like, first of all, that's not my responsibility. <laughs> Your responsibility is to show up to work on time. Like, so it, 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 it trips me out because then I hear whispers of people saying like, oh, like, oh, by the way, this employee was going to call out because it was cloudy or it was rainy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, but the, the, but mood, the mood is just not right today. But having this conversation yeah. out loud, like maybe I don't know what they're going through, right? Yeah. Maybe the person that found the cat doesn't have any friends, and they're going through their own situation. Maybe that cat to them is a is a, a sense of friendship mm. that they're missing, and maybe the guy that well, no, the guy that doesn't want to come in because the rain is a. Never mind. But like, but I, I hear what you're saying. But how do you find that balance? Because at the end of the day, you are running a business, right? A hundred percent. And to your point, and to your point, like that's not my responsibility. You've committed to this job 
you know what it's like. So how do I find that balance of being supportive if someone is going through a mental issue, but at the same time being being a boss, you know, and a manager of my of my company and being like, what the fuck does that have to do with me? With all due respect. No, it's tough. It's tough because right now, specifically, a lot of the people that work for me can go get more money in government assistance. Well, at some point mm-hmm. could get more get more money than they make when they come in busting their butt. Like, I'll give you another example. I offer somebody a dollar more an hour, which is a nice difference in pay because that's your starting point to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And literally, when I said, I'll, I'm like, legally, you're not allowed to ask how much someone's paying you. But I'm like, hey, how much do they pay you? And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give you a dollar more an hour just mm-hmm. to like give us a, a separator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, well, it's less work over there. And it's just like, all right, cool. Yeah. I know what you're about. Mm-hmm. If that's what you think, but I'm going to give you one quick speech. If you want to do something in this life, you want to contribute, and you feel like going to a company where you're just a fucking statistic, yeah. you're just a statistic. Mm-hmm. Versus being here, getting paid a little more. Yes, the drive is a little further, but you're going to contribute to a community directly. Mm-hmm. And the person signing your check is fucking talking to you. Yeah. Or do you want to be a statistic where you're never going to meet the person that represents the brand that you're going to put on your shirt? Mm. Yeah, it's chess, nigga, not checkers. There's different <laughs> kinds of people, and everybody's just looking for the fastest way to whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like they just want to get by, and it's like I don't know. It's hard to figure it out, and, and that's a part of their their journey. Yeah, you know, they gonna figure sure. it out sooner or later. Yeah, for no sure. matter how much knowledge you hit them with. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I was. I really looked deep into this whole thing, and I didn't just want to go one way or another. Um. And to I think everyone's point, I don't know what it's like to be this caliber of an athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll give you a much smaller, lower example from being from pitching at a division one level. Mm. My changeup wasn't my best pitch, but when it was rocking, good luck. Okay. <laughs> And if it wasn't, that shit was hit 500 feet. All right? And I still have some images of that. Just imagine when you just imagine like throwing like, you know, you play with the yo-yo. Yeah, yeah. And when you when you throw the yo-yo, there's a delay. Mm-hmm. But the hand motion makes it look like it's coming out mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine if it comes out at the speed of the hand motion. <laughs> and it's just sitting right there like a dead duck. Waiting. Yeah. So. Um, so when I think, and there were moments, there were moments where I had no problem throwing it. Like, oh man, I can throw that for a strike. Like it's a fastball where I ended and when my last days of pitching or my last, I guess, season of pitching in college for whatever reason, when I thought about throwing a changeup, I was afraid I was going to sail it over the catcher's head or throw it right in the dirt. And I had that mental block. To this day, I still have that mental block mm. of that changeup. Granted, I'm never going to throw a changeup mm. again. Mm-hmm. But even playing in the alumni games years ago, I was like, nope, we ain't going to do that. Because <laughs> I just didn't have confidence in it. Mm. There was a mental block. And to this day, if you mention changeup, I get a little, eh, just, just a little, you know? So um, there's some feel for you. <laughs> so, so again, much smaller scale. With all that being said, this woman got twisties. While doing these tricks 
for those that don't know, twisties is basically, basically these athletes rely on instincts. They throw their bodies in the air and they rely on their instincts to land on their feet. If there is a thought, just a thought of anything while they're doing these triple, quadruple mm-hmm. flips and twists, it throws them off. Mm-hmm. It throws everything off. And if you watch her right before she bowed out, she was she threw herself off and landed on her ankle wrong and, and did a little bit of damage there. And that's why she's like, rather than pushing it for the health of my body and my mind, you know, I'm, I'm going to bow out. Um, so I can, like, Jordan is not throwing his body in the air and doing triple flips and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there are no, there's no athlete in the world. And, and also to add on top of all that, she's been winning as long as she's been alive, to, to my knowledge. All right. Like she's the most decorated athlete ever. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she, she, um, even, I think even before Rio and on, and on top of that, she was, I want to see either, I think she was sexually abused by her coach, by one of her ex coaches oh, yeah, at a young age. Up, yeah. So you're dealing with that. And previous to this Tokyo Olympics, you're winning gold medals on, on, um, sprained ankles and just damaged bones and muscles, <clears throat> and you're still winning. Like the, if you're not the most mentally tough person in the world, I don't know who is. Like I, the only other person I could think of is Serena. You know, being black, growing up in Compton, getting through the white people's ranks, um, the gatekeepers, and then winning while she's pregnant. You know, like, like, so, so I think um, I don't know. I think people are a little crazy. And again, to everyone's point, you don't know what it's like to be that kind of an athlete. Or that person in general. Or that, and what, you. like, imagine she, she gets through, she obviously got, she obviously handled whatever she, what she went through with the sexual abuse. Um, she got through it. I don't know if she handled it well, but she got through it and she continued to win. And so it seems like nothing really had stopped her. And then all of a sudden this goat, like, it's like a movie. This goat just starts thinking, what if this, what if that? And the, the worst, if you, if you ever play against a bunch of athletes, the best thing that you can do, and you are the least athletic team, the best thing you do, make the athletes think. Mm-hmm. You put a bunch of freak athletes that can jump out of the gym, <laughs> make them think, they're done. They'll lose all the confidence in the world. Like we, we play ball, we've watched games, we've been a part of teams that weren't the most athletic and we've won, mm-hmm. you know? So in regards to her, she started thinking. And... You know, and now we are where we are. But she, um, again, the the fact that she got through that, even with all the backlash and all these idiots. And honestly, I think most of it, I don't think these people are idiots. I think it's just clickbait. It's mm-hmm. just like, ooh, someone to pick on. Mm-hmm. Someone to say, you're not representing America. Exactly. You well, know. And to her credit, thinking about it too, um, we know her for the team. We might as as like the surface watchers, right? Yeah. Like we know her as a team. She's the representative. When you think women's gymnastics, you think her. Mm-hmm. You don't really know everybody else behind her. And to her credit, two of the things she bowed out of, they still won gold. USA yeah, mm-hmm. still won gold. Like they still had the like yeah. she could be quote unquote the best possible option, mm-hmm. but yet the person right behind her still was the second best person in the world. Mm-hmm. So to her credit, she she knows that better than anyone, anyone else, mm-hmm. right? Because that, that's her teammates. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if she, she steps up, she's like, yeah, my girl still got this shit. 
She gonna still yeah, get the I'm gold good. and put them on yeah. because put them in a position. Yeah, now, the, now the world knows who yeah. they are. Yeah, like, everybody knows who they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would say you have a little bit of an art. At the end of the day, if you're not mentally well, that's that's conclusive. But I would say you have a microscope, microscopic of an argument if she didn't win a thing mm. and she just barely made the team. But she wouldn't have that pressure. Cut. But now you're looking at it different, yeah. though. You know what I mean? You're looking at it like, okay, she really, really going through something. Like, you know, we need yeah. to figure what, figure out what this is. Like, cause that's 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 a telltale sign. You know, it's like <laughs> you gonna you gonna laugh about that shit. This is like I <laughs> I'm not gonna compare myself to this, but like we play basketball every Wednesday. Yeah. I never call a foul, never call a foul, and I called a foul during game point. Which is the cleaner, cleaner, dirty, right? That, yeah. that oh, one. that one. Yeah. And whether it's a foul or not, up to the air. Foul. <laughs> but I've never called a foul. So, like, for me to call a foul, it's got to feel like a foul. It's got to feel like a foul. I think Simone's never done anything yeah. other than be amazing, be great, be the goat. Mm. Like, she's allowed to be comfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Make the right yeah, decision yeah, yeah. for herself. Like, 100%. and you said it, honestly, you said it the best way where it's just like, there isn't many sports that require the type of precision that gymnastics does. Yeah. Like, I'm for some fucking toe shit. Like, yeah. if one toe goes the wrong way. Bro, they yeah. literally say it every single time she does any event. She's so powerful. When she does her moves, she can't, she can barely control herself. Like, Look, right. on top of all that, when they start naming moves after you, no, when you are creating new, yeah. new on, moves, yeah. that's the end of the discussion. You have nothing to say. When people start naming shit after you, you have nothing to say. Yeah. You don't. You don't know. Yeah. She's trying new things. You own the sport. You you own you it. Own, like yeah. she's got a flip named after her or something yeah. named after her yeah. now. It's like a yeah, Jeez. quadruple somersault. Shout like, out to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. some crazy shit. But um, all right, yeah. So moving on, um, Mel, Rel, Mel, Rel, your how was your uh your mental health last night? With uh, New York in the house. Listen, I'm glad we're here, baby. This is what I'm trying to tell niggas, yo. So we was at Sean's reception, you know what I mean, on Monday. Hold on, you who'd you have winning? I said, I said, and this is why I'm glad you brought that up. I said I would love to see Dipset win, but the new, the real, the realist, realistic person that I am. Say what you want to say, right? The realistic person that I am. And me knowing being in the industry, I said, there's no way they beating the locks. Mm. I love Dipset. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that I love Dipset. I came in that era. I came up in that era. I got into music in that era, like fully got into that music and started deciding that I wanted to DJ in that era. So I love Dipset. But we're talking about the fucking locks, bro. Like, come on, man. And I said this. We was at, we was at his reception and they asked me, they were like, well, you the New Yorker. Who you got winning? Who you got winning this 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 versus tomorrow? I said same thing I just explained to y'all. I said I would love to see Dipset win. Of course they, you know what I mean. But I said I'm a realist. They're not beating the locks. No way. And they all looked at me like what? Like I had four heads. And I said, and this is how I knew I was talking to people that don't know the music industry that well. You know what I mean? Or I shouldn't say don't know the music industry. Just don't know hip hop. And what it means to do it. I said, I'm going to give you an example. You saw what Jada did to Fab mm-hmm. in that last, in his last verses, right? Everybody had Fab winning it. And as he should, because if we're talking about verses, it's usually 
20 hits. Right. Not saying that Jada don't have hits, because clearly he does, right? But Fab came out being that dude that too was cool for school. too cool for school. He had witty bars. He had as many records underneath the sun for chicks and for the women. Like, he was that dude for the women, right? He was Drake, in a sense, before Drake was around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, there was no reason. We talking about verses for hits, but Jada came in there prepared, ready, new study, this man's catalog front to back and said, whatever, if, whatever he throws at me, I got a rebuttal. And Jada bodied him. Mm-hmm. I said, you think that he not going to take his boys and do the same thing to Dipset, who ain't got nowhere near as many tracks as Fab does? Yeah. I said, come on, bro. Who we do? What are we talking about right yeah. now? What are we talking about? Man, listen. Four songs in. <laughs> four songs in. I was texting everybody. Like, I told y'all niggas. <laughs> I said, I told y'all. I was like, yo, these niggas is getting murked. Get him off the stage, bro. Cam wasn't there for like. Well, he was there, but he didn't. He was real quiet that first. It, that, and, hey, hey, listen. That if you help. if we that if we help. think Cam's presence early on would have helped him, it doesn't. No, it wouldn't. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter, bro. It does not matter. Does not matter. Shout out to Dipset. They went in there. They just they did a lot of they did a lot of talking and shit like that. But look look who you doing. And the fact that Jada kept calling them out, being like. These niggas is lip singing. Well, it's over. Once he said that the first time, I said it's over. It's, it's over for these cats, bro. It's over. It's a rap. rap about dinosaurs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a rap. It's curtains for these niggas, yo. Get them off the stage. I kept screaming that every round. Get them off the stage, bro. So correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I, I was driving and watching mm-hmm. and, and whatever. So correct me if I'm wrong. Cam was on stage, but he had a, a, a the. They had him set up on a lo- on a beach chair, off to the side. That was like the plan to just like, oh, I don't have to even be in this, and we got hits. Yeah. And then he would pop in, and then it's like, oh, now Cam's here. It was yeah. a camp show. It's a camp show. Yeah. Not that kind of camp show. <laughs> um, but then he pops up, and 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 it's a wrap. But sounds like because uh, I didn't. That backfired. Mm-hmm. That backfired. That backfired. Mm-hmm. Too cool. Too it, cool. Like I'm trying to tell you, man. Like they didn't. Again, just to say it over, they didn't come in there prepared. They did not come in there prepared. You know what I they saw? Didn't... It, it looked like it looked like the locks was battle rap ready. They they stepped in like it was a real battle because that's like, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they tried to play it off like, oh no, nah, this is this ain't sobs. This no, yes, yeah, yes, it show. is. It's a Nigga, battle. So we in New it. York, yeah, in Madison Square yeah. Garden, the whole the mecca of hip hop, yeah. not just New York, the mecca of hip hop. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> I, I was so disappointed in Dipset, bro. Like, I was like, y'all are just y'all y'all got wa- y'all watched, yeah, bro. Like, it was right I, out like, the gate, yo, off the gate. Yeah. I like, I for a brief second, I considered deleting all Dipset out of my Serato. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm probably gonna hold off playing Dipset for a while. Yeah. Like, they they just got completely yeah. washed, bro. And I was just like, I, it, it just. If you're a Dipset fan, you left that. You left you hurt. You hurt. You hurt. You left that hurt. I saw a lot of like they were like, oh, I'm, I was all for Dipset. I'm Team Dipset. It was all on my feed. But everyone damn. was a Dipset fan. But they're like, but damn. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm at trying the, to tell you. I said it. I said it. Oh well, well, what's DC's homegirl's name? Oh Bree. Yeah. Yo, she DM'd me and she was like, damn, you was right. I said. <laughs> I said. Uh, no. I told y'all niggas. I was like, what did y'all expect? Anyways, man. Yo. Yo but 
I want to talk about DJ. Uh, oh, um, uh, what's his name? Technician. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. First of all, I'm gonna shout him out. I want. I want. I want to first shout him out and give him his flowers because because he played a major major role on why the locks won that. Yeah. Thank you. Right? He played a major role. 100%. What he did for them and how he was switching up the, the instrumentals. Mm-hmm. And, and didn't fuck up. And, and didn't fuck up. And, then like, and, you know, and just like, and it was clean. Like, I give him like, that was, that was huge what he did for them and switching up the beat and playing West Coast tracks, doing all, like, insane. When he went from, when they played, um... I get high, Ooh. Styles P, and then he went. I got, I got five on the instrumental, yeah. like crazy, like it, that went over a lot of people's head. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, he's cleaning it. Yeah. That so I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that man his flowers. Mm-hmm. He yeah. bodied the set for the locks. Greatest right? second half. Greatest mm-hmm. second half of all time. Right. <laughs> the first half though. Nah, bro. Nah, and I didn't even, I'm not even, a lot of people were giving him sh- about his transitions and him mixing tracks too quick. Like, listen, that's a New York thing. Like, if y'all understand that, that's how New York DJs get down. Like, yeah. if you know, if you're not from the East Coast or, that's a you DJ know, thing. that's a DJ thing. Like, that's how cats get down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get shit. I hear shit all the time. Yo, you mix records too quick, too quick. Listen, that's my style. Like, keep up. D- deal with it or don't deal with it. It's Grab a few more drinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. That's just how I do. Like, it's a gift and a curse. I get that 100, percent and I I do my best to read the room and try to like adapt to it. But at the same time, that's just my style. So I'm not gonna make no excuse. But it is what it is. So I say all that because I'm not talking about some of the transitions or whatever that he did at the beginning of the show. I'm talking about the disrespectful shit. Of him playing, <laughs> Tupac's hit him up at Madison Square Garden in New York City during a battle between Dipset and the Locks. Yeah. What do you think was going on in his head? Like, what what, what no. was his? What do you think the thought process was? I can't. What did he? I know what he overlooked. I, I, I don't. In no shape or form. No, no, I don't care. Wait, you could get. The I only got one worst, scenario, but I want to ask. You get the later. worst. You could get the worst LA DJ of all time and put them in that, and I promise you, they wouldn't done have done that. Yeah, maybe he was trying to get the crowd riled up. He was trying to get the battle energy. You know what I mean? That's like, the only thing I can think of. We're yeah. in a battle. Let me play now, some battle, battle shit, songs, some yeah. beef song. Yeah. So why yeah. didn't you play "Who Shot You" after that? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you play like if that's the case? Right. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't you play? Who shot you after that? Maybe he, because call. because um, Jada did the Who Shot You verse. He probably didn't want to burn that one. Mm. That's the only thing I think. I don't know. Then don't do it. <laughs> play Fifty Cent Ja Rule. Wait, so what did he play? play? Like, okay, so here's my question: What did he play before that? Do you remember? I don't remember. Okay, do you remember I just what he played I just after? lost my shit <laughs> when I heard that. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear I just, it. I, I completely black, bro. And I think it was. I think, right, at the TV. I think it was like, <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was right before we got on our FaceTime call. Yeah. I think it happened like literally right before we got on our FaceTime yeah, call last yeah, night. We were talking about because it. I was oh like, God. bro, are y'all watching this shit? Like, yeah. I'm fucking flabbergasted right now. My nigga, like, and they pan, like, the cameraman panned towards the crowd, and the crowd was fucking confused to like, yo, Mike, are you really going to disrespect? The late great Biggie Smalls, notorious B.I.G. 
in the holy mecca right now? Like, are you really playing this? And I mean, he got out of it fairly quick. He got out of it fairly quick. But I like I just, he played just the you know, fat motherfucker. <laughs> 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 oh, y'all don't like that? <laughs> like it, it, it chicka 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 chicka. <laughs> It almost, it's probably, it's probably in the top five most disrespectful yeah. things a DJ has ever done. But he recovered. So, he so did. I, 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 I don't want to say, I don't want to say he recovered because I don't know if you can recover from that. We're the only ones that can remember it though. 100%. Yeah, about we're, that. We're, we're the only ones that care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're the only ones that, that care. That, going back you, to the headphone right, you're time. You're right, exactly, exactly. I give you Jazzy that. Jeff's I like, but did the ladies dance? I give you that. One, and again, and that's the reason why I wanted to give him his flowers because- right. I'm not talking about his skills and his talent and his capability. Like he right. completely bodied it. Yeah. I'm not giving that. I just don't know to your point where his head was at. Song selection. When he decided I'm going to play Tupac's hit him up in New York. In yeah. New York in Madison Square Garden, bro. So, not SOB or whatever, like in Madison Square Garden. Bro. I, I just don't get it. I think that moment last night has to be like a top five or 10 for Madison Square Garden, period. But I also think him playing Hit Him Up is the top five worst thing you can do in Madison. <laughs> worst performances. Who, like, you know, in basketball, you know, players get, get ready to, you know, give a performance. Like, yeah, you never see Kobe go like two for 20. And like, that would have been like one of the worst performances, right? Yeah. I, I, I think it's two scenarios. Yeah, and I want you guys' opinion. Okay. Okay. First scenario. It's just in his set. He's just going through a set. Okay, just going down the list. Going down gotcha. the list. Like, not even thinking Possibly. about it. He thinks he's got this set. We all have sets. Yeah. We. He was just going through it. Didn't think it through. He just played it. Yeah. That's first scenario. Second scenario is what a lot of these viral social media, and you, I think, uh, I don't know, who you, I think you brought, or you brought it up, I don't know. But, like, um, you ever see somebody caption the wrong celebrity on a video. Yeah. And, but you talk about it. What yeah. does it do? It engages. Yeah. yeah. It's a, co- it's a like, conversation starter. You dumbass. Yeah. Like that's the wrong, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's the wrong. Sh- like we, when we put, yeah. well, sometimes we'll put the wrong Jordan just to get people pressed. And what are they going to do? Come correct us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And then, so if he does something outlandish, what are we going to do? Talk, talk about, about him. him. Because, because, and he probably knew like, I'm about to body this lock set. Let me give him something to talk. Have some fun with these trolls. They would have tro- talked about trolling. that though. They would have talked about his set with the locks. But, but again, again, to Mickey's point, we're the only ones that really care. One hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, we're the only ones that care about the hit him up thing though too. No, right? that's what I'm saying. We're the only ones that care about hit him up. Everyone else is just talking about the locks. No one else is saying, "Yo, the locks buy it," but I'll never forget hit him up. That's my point. True. I don't think I, I mean I hear point. I hear what you're saying. That's why we have but a podcast, as a passionate people. New Yorker, I feel yeah. you. But I, I, and my rebuttal to that is: Is it worth it? Was him? Was it worth him being like, "Oh, I'm gonna get him talking because I'm gonna play this track"? Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna get him talking, right? But is it worth it because now you got every New Yorker in that building, regardless if they're artists, part of the entourage, if they just a fan or whatever, in there, and they looked at you and they been like, "Nah, bro." That's it. Did that? Did doing something like that hurt him? 
in a way that I would love to hear him on not, not necessarily I would, I, a podcast I would, I would love to hear I would love to hear an IG live or give me something like, yeah. I'm just curious like all you need is one answer like yeah, I'm thoughts? curious to, to was it beef cool get it was there what was the reason that he would go and do that you know what I mean maybe he was just like yo I had a fucking brain fart my bad like if he was apologetic yeah. or he was to your point he was just like I was thinking of some battle shit or I wanted to come you know get a conversation starter or whatever I wanted to get people talking get it, get it going viral or whatever all right, whatever your reason is, I just want to hear it because to well, me, there's, I, it, it doesn't, it makes zero sense. There's no logic to it whatsoever, especially after the performance you put on after that. Like, it just makes no fucking sense. He was, when, when, because he started it off, right? He started, he was the one, like, when the, when they turned the, um, the, the versus oh, stern on, yeah. he was the one DJing, right? And then Dipset's DJ came on towards his, and they were kind of going back and forth. He was, and it was almost like, a, a somewhat of a battle between the, the the two of them. He was destroying son. Yeah. He was destroying him, yo. Like and and Dip says DJ was playing like a lot of South shit. He was destroying this dude. So I was like, you already destroying this cat. Granted, he played hit him up before that sh- that started, but I was just I just don't get it. I don't understand. Are you even allowed to wear a Yankee hat and play hit him up? <laughs> You stupid. <laughs> Can you do that? Bro, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he had a Yankee hat on, but... I don't even have hit him up in my Serato. I going to say that. I don't have to hit him up in my Serato. What about your B-Source? You got it in your locker? I don't have... I, I don't know, B-Source. I need a, uh, an account. Can we... Let's, let's talk a, after this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't even have it in a, I don't even have it in my Serato. I don't have it. You know what I'm, And that's like, I don't even play who shot you in LA. Yeah. I wouldn't even do that. I don't think people care as much But I don't know, again, because who shot York. you wasn't even... Wasn't even made because if you know the backstory, it wasn't made to diss Tupac. Tupac. No, it was it was done before. All it was that. done before yeah. all that even happened, and they just made it the the you know they 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 decide that's the narrative. For the longest, I thought he says Tupac names at the end. Everything around me, Tupac dies. I thought that's what he said, but Tupac. then I realized two Glock nines. I was like, <laughs> yeah. this shit ain't about yeah. Tupac. This the, only time, the only time he mentioned, I hate everybody. The only time he mentioned Tupac's is in um in the track with Jay Z, Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he was like, get it to Pac. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That was big. I was like, maybe Jay said that. But I was like, no, it was big. But that's the only time he mentioned that. And that was after all this shit had happened or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I again. I, I but overall, man, battle was great. They, it was it was probably one of, and for me, top three of the verses yeah. thus far. You get what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was, it was amazing. Yo, they went... Jada was on one, oh bro. He God. was Jada's on. Did y'all see him when he did afterwards? After yeah, he, he went walked to go outside, do some pull-ups. Because pull pull he was he was still talking <laughs> Jim Jones. He started, he was, because Jim Jones, I don't know if you guys follow Jim Jones on uh, on Instagram, but I do, and he's always posting his workout. Um, he's always posting like the workout that he does. You know yeah. what I mean? And he's like he's crazy. And he gets fun. He gets made a fun of because he's top heavy. Like yeah, he's yeah. big head, but little legs. He got like small legs or whatever. And he's like pull-ups just. He looks like he's doing prison pull-ups all the time. Yeah. So um, when he did that, I was just like, damn, Jada, come on, man. They already in the coffin. Like, <laughs> like let him let live a little bit, man. Damn. Jada is just... Bro. I mean, granted, not everyone's going to get the opportunity to do a versus or have the catalog to do a versus. But I think when you're grading these artists, top five, top 10, you know, there's big either. You judge by albums. You judge by... Some people judge by concerts, ticket sales, whatever movements, trends, you have to now factor in what they did in verses. 
what Jada did against Fab. He made Fab play his own. He made Fab play his, his game. game. Yep. And then what? And then how he just took the reins and threw um, the other two on his back and said, "I got this. Yeah. Give me the mic. I'm going to control from here on out." And and so I think you have to consider that. And I I missed the first half of it, and it was still probably my favorite verses. Man. But the best part, and I almost feel like Did it was too, like it's had to be scripted. Like, right. why would you say this? Why would you do this? Maybe you just forgot his catalog. But when he said, "Yo, they doing shit for the guys or drug dealers or they whatever," don't like, the bitches. like they, they don't like girls. Oh, they do it, and then Jada's like, "What? What, what are you he talking said, oh, yeah. about?" Let me give you thirty more records, real quick. And, <laughs> and he had more in the top. Like I'm thinking yeah. of the songs Fair. he didn't play. Yeah. Fam, and that's not even and and the reason why that part stood out so much is because of technician. Yeah. Right? Jada didn't perform none of those songs. He just let he technician just them. go yeah. quick mix and yeah. bang them out. Boom, 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 boom. Just he was like, what are we talking about? Like, I don't right. know. It was almost like the head of y'all, do it, right? y'all, y'all don't know about Grammys. Like, you know Grams. You don't know Grammys. It's like one of the most used lines in a, in a verse. But when you in that stage, in that moment, it's he, his timing with when everything. He did his freestyle, too. It was a rap. They booed Cameron yeah, in New yeah. York. Yeah, they booed Cam. Yeah, that they, was, that's how bad it yeah. was for them. Cameron <laughs> yeah. got booed in New York. That's as bad as when y'all remember um, Best of Both Worlds when when Jay Z and R Kelly okay, went on tour yeah. and they went to Chicago and R and Jay Z got a way better response from the crowd than R Kelly and that's what started that whole like. Mm-hmm. Issues between them two. That's the same shit. Like you don't go to your hometown where you know from and get booed, bro. Like that's unless you're Paul Pierce. Hold on, unless you're Paul Pierce. But that's crazy. That's crazy. No, because you missed the beginning. My favorite part was literally the very first line. Because as they're yelling against each other to start the show, and they're on top of each other, blah 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 blah, and then Kiss sets it up with just like. Like I am New York, this is that, and then he just goes, "Cam, you live in Miami." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck up. And he's like, oh, "Start this shit!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" He goes, he goes "Y'all, because oh, because Cam, because Cam was saying, Cam was like, y'all niggas are not even from New York. This is our home. We home. Y'all go first, because they from Yonkers. Yonkers is still in yeah. New York. But anyways, yeah. um, he was like, "Y'all home," and then he was just like, "Cam, you live in Miami." You I was like, "Oh," I was like, "Bro." Oh, like, this is gonna be so and the real problem is Cam didn't say nothing. I would have been like, I'm not paying taxes, motherfucker. But <laughs> you gotta have something. something. Guess who joints feel good during the winter? <laughs> That's what I right. said. Cam wasn't Cam if he because Cam is just as witty and as funny as a as Jada Kiss. No, what he it's said at the end so. caught my attention. What? When he said, if you got a problem with me, bring bring your guns. Oh my god. <laughs> like, Yo, I'm losing that. I'm losing that <laughs> you, if you got a problem with me, me, bring your guns. <laughs> like what? All right, let's hear Simple as that. I heard him saying, like, what you wearing? I heard him saying that. That was funny. Yo, like, there, there was a meme that had a picture of Joel Santana, and it said, the way Joel's is dressed, it looks like someone threw all their laundry in the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. That shit was hilarious. They, the memes was killing these cats. The memes are great. The no, best one was- Twitter was on fire. The best one was yes. the scene from Harlem Nights where, with the guns, where they're shooting, and then you hear, and then the one dude, pow. He's like, stop shooting that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the main two dudes was Jim Jones and Cam, and the one shooting the little guns was Jim Jones. And he was like, what the 
stop. I was fucking weak, bro. I was like, oh my God, man. Like, um, it was, the memes are the best thing. Yeah. I like the, this was the first verse that someone actually won. Yeah, oh, man. Gracious. <laughs> And then I, Tyler's yeah. comment was just ridiculous. Yeah, he was like, man, I got man crushed y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he said he, he aged well and his, well. his breath control <laughs> was amazing, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> bro, listen. <laughs> hey, nah, for real though, uh, you, I think you said it. Like, um, Jadakiss is just underrated. And I think That's now true. he really, he really going to get. Probably because he was with the crew. The guys yeah. are with crews. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I brought it up in our text, look. but but the locks also LOLing at Dipset oh performing yeah. in the <laughs> chat in the middle of the thing. I was like, yo, oh. you guys were prepared. They That's what I'm trying to tell yeah. you, man. Yeah. We paid attention to that Jack, Jada and Fab <laughs> performance. You, I was like, Jada is about to, he already been through this. He knows what he's you doing. You said this is the game plan. Yo. He yeah. said this is the game plan. Formula. I said what Joe was saying. I'm going to put y'all on my back. I got y'all. He's the first professional versus athlete. She Looch didn't have to do shit, bro. He was... She Looch is over there bench pressing. Y'all got this. That dude was chilling. shit. He, I thought he was a security. Yeah. All he did. You notice none of Dips has said anything to Sheik. You're like, oh, Jada? Styles? She did was his song uh, "Good Love," yeah, yeah. and he performed his verse from um, "All About the Benjamins." Mm-hmm. That yeah. was it, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? He was ad libbing the rest of the way. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why they had Freaky Zeke oh, yeah. up there. Freaky was getting oh, on my he nerves. He was getting on my nerves. Yeah, yeah. He was get him a lot. I was yeah. just like, bro, yeah. get Freaky he was, off. He was stage. he was making um, middle aged men look bad up there, bro. When they was like, while he was looking making wash men look yeah. bad up there. They was, they was they was like when Freaky Zeke was like, if you ain't rapping, get off the stage. And everybody was looking at him you. like, <laughs> that means you too. Exactly. Oh my um, god. Well, so before all that, my feed was Dipset, Dipset, Dipset. Cool, understandable. But I have, but I, I, so I think some of those people truly are like real, just Dipset fans. Grew up um, liking mm-hmm. them, loving them, whatever. Um, but I also think there was a lot of people just going with the trend, you mm-hmm. know, and just. And then a part of me is like, I think a lot of people went for Dipset because they've always been the loudest and the brightest. Yeah, one hundred percent. So and and then I'm thinking like, okay, when the locks was the locks like Bad Boy era, mm-hmm. like. It was, they weren't flashy. Even when when Puff and, and Mace were in the, the shiny suits, I don't remember the locks being like that. They they mm-hmm. kind of just did their own thing, but were still around. And then and then um, Dipset jumped in after that shiny suit era and became the loudest crew mm-hmm. in the country, mm-hmm. right? So when you think of locks, you think, I mean, Dipset, you think loud, you think just killing, and they got, everyone's kind of, Situated Joel's t- took off really well. Cameron's always done his thing. Mm-hmm. Jim Jones had a couple hits, but they've always been the fuck you, you, fuck you, can. you better He's do balling. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> <laughs> bro, yeah, this is the best. That was the best verses. Everything he was playing against them. Yeah. even when Joel's was trying to call out, we gonna make it. They still had like it took a it took minute a to get to that. that was hold on, spe- speaking of hold on, speaking of him. Did he do Beamer Bands? Did he do The Whistle? Did he do Chris Brown? No, no. He, he, he could have done that at the they, end. And they were calling him, because they, they said, they he were like, yo, play your song with Chris Brown. he's the one that has the commercial <laughs> yeah. joints. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the point. Like, because, you know, the point of Versus is, yo, play the hits. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Play the hits. Play the hits. Like, 
Yo, they literally killed these cats playing B-side tracks, freestyles. Like, and then he, I like that he did the Nas joint. Um, they oh, shooting, yeah. oh, and it was God. like, nah, that ain't my, that's Nas's song. I got a verse on, but that's Nas's because I was like, I wonder if he's even gonna play it because it's not even his song. But mm-hmm. play four bar, nah, nah, nah. We don't need that that's one. What Keep said. Y'all the best side pieces ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all got all the features, bro. Nah, man, listen. sorry, Cam. Sorry, Kiss man. is a pro. Yeah, kiss, kiss is something else. Listen, I'll tell you that. Funny when, shit. When, when Kiss go on tour, I'll be at the next yeah, show. Yes, yeah, sure. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> when Kiss goes on tour, tip, yo, okay, Kiss is going to make bread yeah. if he um, decides to go on tour. Real quick, I was trying to think who would be who would have been a better matchup with the Locks. Nobody. Um, I, I was thinking Outcast. Oh well, they're winning. Outcast will win that. What about CNN? Possible. Nah. nah, I think Locks gets yeah, him out of Noriega's there. Noriega's got might it, have enough commercial. Commercial, history. yeah. I think Locks get him out of there. I think the, I think you're right. The best probably would have been like someone like someone like Outcast. Outcast. I but, think the better fit for uh, Dipset probably would have been G Unit. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, funny. I think G Unit and Dipset yeah, yeah. probably would have been the better mm-hmm. fit. Get you know what I mean? If, if Fifty and I and, think and Lloyd and Banks and everybody those guys else. Could have worked their shit out. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> that was too rich. Right? I think I think G Unit would have got Dipset yeah, out of there too. Was, but yeah. still, yeah. I think it would have been a better fit for them. But it wasn't really a catalog win. I mean, it was a catalog win, but it it wasn't as much of a catalog win as it was just a that's stage presence win. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And that's so what that's I'm that's the well, Fifty's in shape. 50, for, for 50, 50 would have not went I up there. I don't know about like Lloyd. That. I haven't he's seen him perform. 50, Lloyd would have sure. yeah. 50 ain't coming out of whatever he's He's doing an individual yeah, 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 situation. Yeah. That's why I said. And 50 still beefing with like Tony Ayo mm. and Lloyd Banks and all them dudes. Mm. I'm like, isn't Young Buck still doing some situations? Oh, he's figuring it out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. You get 50, Lloyd, Game, Buck, and I guess Yayo, and you put them up against the locks. I mean, he, he's a part of the crew, but he doesn't have any hits. He's got one hit. Who? Yeah, yo. Oh. We'll take it. Okay. No, I don't know if it's a point, but you can throw it in there. But I'm saying with I all mean, of game, you go against, all of game songs, all of 50 yeah. songs, when it comes to it, it's going to come down to game and 50s solo. Now, but they'll get anybody out of here, I think. Yeah. I think they'll get the locks out of here. You got to, because people forget the game was a part of G Unit. Speaking of the game, he was in the chat and he was just like, Going to Apple Music to refreshen up on my locks playlist. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the locks never broke up, right? Yeah. The locks have always been a group, mm. so their individual tracks always, always still accounted for them being a locks track, right? I can't game left G Unit, yeah. So everything that he made after G Unit don't count, in my opinion. That's that's fair, but when it comes down to verses, it's like just what have you done? Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like um, if Daz Dillinger were to be in a verses, he can Play drop. He can he can yeah. he can yeah. drop shit outside of Dog Pound because he did shit for Tupac, and you're probably not gonna mm-hmm. beat anything that Tup- that he drops with Tupac on it. But um, but with uh, with the game, I think. Um, I mean, you're not going to get 50 in the game on the stage. No, nah, but no but way. just like Jada nah, took, no, nah, nah, they cool, yeah, they cool. Okay, okay. no, no, no. Okay. You you you'd have a better chance getting them two on stage than you would mm-hmm. him and Young Buck. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but and I'll all in, all in my segment with this, Jada took over at the end and literally put the nail in the coffin um, with his solo stuff, mm-hmm. and that's what it's going to come down to. If you have a G unit against whoever, let's say the you gotta have a Beyonce. You, you got it. You, you're gonna, but Fifty is gonna drop his solo shit, and then mm-hmm. and he's gonna drop in the club as his last song, and, and the game's gonna drop 
uh, hate it or love it at the you know what I'm saying like their solo tracks have to come out yeah. to put the nail in the coffin or to finish people off like yeah it starts off as a group thing but it's gonna it's come down yeah. it's gonna yeah it's like the, like the track in the Olympics mm-hmm. a couple people are just gonna separate themselves from the group mm-hmm. and it is what it is after that um all right we're done here that was a lot of fun that was a good combo <laughs> man um we just had DJ Ibarra. Um, yes, shout sir. out to him And yeah. this week We have Icon From Houston Here And uh, After that uh, Tony Handsome From LA If y'all okay. don't know Tony Handsome Get familiar Get familiar um, And we are Out of here Peace yeah, Peace Peace